Welcome to Audio Law. This is Claudia Opper, and in this episode, we'll be discussing a case that involves offensive contact. That case is Lykeman v. WLW Jacor Communications, 92 Ohio Appellate Reports, 3rd Series, 232, from the year 1994. Before we jump into this case, I'd like to remind you that if you find this episode helpful, please consider donating a dollar or two by going to illustratedlaw.com. On that website, you'll see a green donate button right on the homepage. If you're able to give a dollar or whatever you can, that'll help us be able to create more helpful podcasts just like this one. With that, let's get into the facts of Lykeman v. WLW Jacor Communications. In his complaint, Lykeman claims to be, quote, a nationally known, unquote, anti-smoking advocate. Lykeman alleges that on the date of the Great American Smokeout, he was invited to appear on the WLW Bill Cunningham radio talk show to discuss the harmful effects of smoking and breathing secondary smoke. He also alleges that while he was in the studio, Furman, another WLW talk show host, lit a cigar and repeatedly blew smoke in Lightman's face, quote, for the purpose of causing physical discomfort, humiliation, and distress, unquote. The issue for this case is as follows. Lightman contends that Furman's intentional act constituted a battery. For the reasoning, we'll jump right into a selection from the Restatement of the Law, Second Series, Torts, 1965. It states, quote, An actor is subject to liability to another for battery if A. He acts intending to cause a harmful or offensive contact with the person of the other or a third person. And B. A harmful contact with the person of the other directly or indirectly results. Or C. An offensive contact with the person of the other directly or indirectly results. Before we continue, let's break that down. In A, we see that there has to be an intent to cause harm or offensive contact. And then in B and C, we see that either directly or indirectly, either that harmful contact or offensive contact does end up resulting. Let's continue on with the reasoning. In determining if a person is liable for a battery, the Supreme Court has adopted the rule that, quote, contact which is offensive to a reasonable sense of personal dignity is offensive contact, unquote. It has defined quote, offensive, unquote, to mean, quote, disagreeable or nauseating or painful because of outrage to taste and sensibilities or affronting insultingness, unquote. Furthermore, tobacco smoke as particulate matter has the physical properties capable of making contact. No matter how trivial the incident a battery is actionable, even if damages are only $1. Concerning Cunningham, 
at common law, one who is present and encourages or incites commission of a battery by words can be equally liable as a principal. Lykeman's complaint states, quote, at defendant Cunningham's urging, defendant Furman repeatedly blew cigar smoke in plaintiff's face, unquote. There we have this case's reasoning. And before we deliver the holding and wrap things up for this case, let's hear from this episode's sponsor. This episode was brought to you by Illustrated Law. Order your Illustrated Law book on Amazon for only $15. Unlike traditional law books, Illustrated Law books have illustrations, practice questions with answers, key takeaway summaries, and so much more. It's the simple way to learn law efficiently. There are currently three Illustrated Law books available, and those are Constitutional Law, Torts Concepts, and Criminal Procedure, Investigation, and Justice. Head over to Amazon and order yourself a copy today. Now to the holding of the case. As alleged in Leichman's complaint, when Furman intentionally blew cigar smoke in Leichman's face under Ohio common law, he committed a battery. Looking back at this case, there are a few key takeaways that I want to point out. One was that statement that we found in the reasoning. No matter how trivial the incident, a battery is actionable even if damages are only $1. So, as we saw in this case, perhaps some may say that blowing cigar smoke in someone's face is a rather trivial incident. But, in fact, the defendant was still held liable because a battery is actionable no matter how trivial the incident might be. We also saw an issue where Cunningham was the one who encouraged the battery by words, and he was also considered liable as a principal. So we see a circumstance where someone who does not commit the battery, but has encouraged the battery, is also held responsible. And finally, we have an overarching takeaway that the defendant's deliberate blowing of smoke into the plaintiff's face constituted battery. That wraps up the case with the plaintiff Leichman. Thank you for listening. If you found this podcast helpful, make sure to tell your friends about Audio Law and check out some of our other podcasts. As Audio Law is the law podcast for busy people, I hope this episode helped make your day a little less busy.